What is going on, everybody? You're about to be dazzled and amazed by two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented cat that C-A-T, pulling all the strings. Cat, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We do Pound and Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. We're going to shout out to Southern Towns today. One is Murals Inlet, South Carolina, the little fish village famous for the Marsh Walk, half-mile wooden boardwalk along the natural saltwater estuary. Our other town, believe it or not, somebody's from that town here. Sandston, Virginia, designated the historic district of Henrico County in 2021. Site of the Battle of Seven Pines took place there in 1852. I went to Seven Pines Elementary. (laughs) Giving y'all a big cheer. I'm from Sandston. (laughs) We have one listener in Sandston. Thank you. He's actually my cousin. Your cousin? You told your cousin? All right. I didn't hear the clapping. They got no clapping. I'm kidding. All All right. And crickets on that. All right. Late as we could be. That's why we're two old guys on the back porch. Still working out the kinks. Alcohol is always here on the back porch, and spring has sprung, and it feels awesome out here. Today, I'm just doing brew. I'm a Modelo guy. If you don't know it, you know it now. I probably drank about. 9,000 gallons of Modelo, and I'm pounding one right now. Kat, what you got? Well, when this podcast comes out, it's going to be the Thursday before two things. One is Easter, and the other is the Masters. And I'm drinking the official drink of the Masters called the Azalea. And this one's pretty good. I mean, golf clap. Fake bird noise, too. (laughs) Masters. Anyway, you can... It's pretty easy. You can use it or use vodka or gin. So any clear liquor will do. And it's a little lemon, a little. Lime. Is it strong? A That's the important part. Strong as you want it to be, baby. Woo! I love it. All right. If you're not familiar familiar with two old guys on the back porch, two old guys on the back porch format. Okay, this is how we roll. We do like a main topic. Then we go into what we call one tough son of a bitch or one tough awesome lady. It's just somebody we admire, usually someone who came from absolutely nothing and then did some great things. Then we roll into cocktail of the week. And then we end with band of the week. And we do it this way just to kind of keep things fresh and moving along. We're not going to bore you with, you know, Just rattling on about one topic over and over like all the other boring podcasts. Not that it's a competition. All right, today we bring up a subject that no one wants to deal with, especially the wifey. And that is cleaning your house or apartment or whatever dwelling you live in. Nobody wants to do it. Hell, some people don't do it. And that's the where average they're... person spends 12,896 hours cleaning their, their entire lifetime. Well, they're average. <laughs> so the ones that don't put in the work, right, that's why their house, apartment, it smells and looks like a dump. Okay. 
Now, I've yep. been to people's houses who I thought had their shit together and find out, no, they don't. And we're going to go over and judge them. <laughs> Judgy Judgemeister. Look, the little, the little thing called house cleaning, it's caused many an argument, right? I mean, we, we've had roommates. Let's back up. Okay. The weird thing about this is we didn't line this up. Okay. No, we we didn't. did not. I, you, you think, you're a liar. Our son just moved out. Him and a buddy of his are in an apartment. They've only been over there a week. We're going to give them a little time. We got some 20 somethings over there trying to get their shit together. Right. But you go over there and it, it looks like two pigs in a pig pen. Okay. Now we're going to give them a chance. One of them might be a hoarder in training. We, we're give them a chance to get their act together. So it's just funny that we're going to do a podcast about trying to clean your shit up and, and the sun moved out and we're going to see how it goes. But anyway, I mean, roommate roommates are like sometimes no longer roommates because one of them, one of them is a pig. I mean, they can't put up with it. I mean, couples have broken up. I'm not making shit up. I'm telling you the the chick is like, I'm out of here. This guy has no personal grooming habits, and his shoes smell like a skunk. I'm out of here. Sweet. <laughs> um, look, it, it, it's it's called the what necessary evil, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to do it, you know. It, but it, look, it's not that hard. It's not hard work. I mean, when you think about it. And it's really not that time consuming. You know, some people like me, the anal retentive people, like set up a schedule. Thoughts and prayers, everyone. Thoughts and prayers. Like, I'm going to mop the floor on Tuesday, vacuum on Thursday. You know, some people have schedules, but they don't stick to it. But I I think it's a good idea. And, And the reason I say that is, that way you're not spending like all Saturday, you know, like Saturday, I got to clean the house. Well, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Hit, hit the carpet on Tuesday, hit the floor on Wednesday, uh, dust on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? And, th- and you're only spending like what, like 10, 20 minutes doing something, not all fucking day on Saturday. No, I mean, you just, just do one room a day. Really? I mean, I usually hit the, Kitchen and the great room. I'm on listening. Fridays. What do you do? Let me hear it. The kitchen and the great room on Fridays. Let and... me write that down. Hang on. <laughs> anyway, I I usually do that. It doesn't take that long. And if you know, I usually just either zone out just whatever I'm watching on TV while the I'm doing it, or is usually, or usually just listen to some tunes while I'm doing it. That's what you do. Crank up the tunes and get her done. Now, we've owned two dogs so far since we've been married and numerous cats. So pet hair is a bitch. Okay. That's a different, well, <laughs> different the, animal. Literally. The first dog had two different types of hair. It had regular hair and then an undercoat. And this time of year, the undercoat would shed. Right. And it drove me insane. Cause I never could keep on top of that undercoat. Are you talking about Raleigh? Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got, when when you have animals in the house, the vacuum needs to come out like twice a week. 
at least just at to least keep it the dander just down. To keep it, especially springtime this time of year. The sh- you're, they're shedding. We're gonna get into springtime. Oh God! All right, I saw this T-shirt once. More azalea for me. <laughs> I saw this T-shirt once. It said, "I dusted once. I'll never fall for that again." And it, it's true. Okay, you dust your furniture, end tables, coffee table, entertainment center, whatever. And then a, a couple days later, it looks like you did nothing, right? I mean, it, it, it's a bitch. Especially you're shedding that old dead skin. Especially when, you, when, like when the sun comes through the window right. and the rays come through your house. You, you're really exposed in. You can see just how dirty your ass is. Now, as Kat mentioned, spring cleaning. That's when everybody turns it up a notch. You know, the Windex comes out, hardwood floor cleaner, the bathroom gets a once-over. Everybody takes a different angle on that. But but out here, when spring comes, what comes with spring, Kat? The big yellow blanket comes down and covers everything. The vehicles turn yellow. The house turns yellow. So here's Steve Scotch's theory. Write this down. I wait. I wait until that shit goes away. Okay, why are you going to go out there and clean shit now? And then everything is going to turn yellow. So I just, I sit back and I wait. Let the blanket of yellow come. And then once everybody stops sneezing and coughing and hawking and all that, then I pop out the uh, pressure washer, hit the house, the windows. And, Otherwise, and, and, the back porch is all yellow. That's right. And we need the back porch clean because that's where we do our business. And so, so here, now, I know people with plenty of money are laughing at this. And I know we have rich people listening. They just... Hire a cleaning service. Fuck you. I'm not vacuuming or dusting My shit. My statistics, 10%. Oh, we got US stats. 10%. US household paid for professional cleaning to clean their house. Okay. We ain't got that kind of bank account out here. But but if we did, because there's nothing wrong with it, right? 80% of two income households use an outside cleaning service. I have. I love I, it. I, I, I love it. Now, here's, what, what's, here's how it goes down. Okay, they come out and look at your house and they give you a price for the first cleaning. And then they set you up on like, what is it, like a regular monthly bill. Now, the reason the first time cleaning is separate is because they know your house is a fucking mess. (laughs) Okay, now I've only used like a cleaning service once or twice in my lifetime and They'll sucker you in like a discount for the first one sometimes. Right. And then they'll try and get you to hook you for the next. So and then start when, jacking when are we, it. You know, if we have a special event back at the, our other house, I would have people come out and, and help help me clean, especially with two little rugrats running around. Right. But, you know, they sucker you in that away. Yeah. Again, getting somebody to clean your house, I'm all for it. If, if you know somebody, you got a cuz or a friend or something that's got the biz. And come over and hook you up. Had a full service. There you go. That's how you do it. But like I said, if you just call somebody blind, if we called somebody over here right now and told him to hit this house, 
the first cleaning, I bet you'd be like 400 bucks. I guarantee it. But anyway. The whole entire house? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, maybe. And then we're going to get popped monthly, but we're not doing it. And and whatever, it's nothing wrong, but we're going to stick to the do-it-yourself plan because Kitty Cat does such a great job of keep it, keeping us clean. Thank plus, you. Plus, you got to look at it. Cleaning Good man one. down. <laughs> Operator error there. Sorry. Is you're like eliminating germs, chances of getting ill, sick, any of that crap by at least cleaning something. It it does help. Well, I mean, I used to have pride when my kids' friends would come over to our house and go, hmm, really smells nice in here. That's right. The smell of pledge. The smell of pledge. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming through. But I don't know. Having somebody, I don't know, somebody in my house, it's a little awkward for me. I don't know them. Like, they're in here. I know they're doing their job, but I don't know. What do you think? They can look for a vibrator or something? Uh, That's not mine. (laughs) As Kat said, just get out there, do a little cleaning. You know, just cut some music on, pour yourself a glass of wine. Don't make it like a big situation of gloom and doom, okay? Just a little music, a little wine, go to it. Before you know it, you're done. Then you can sit back and admire your work and take pride in it. All right, Kat, let's roll right into one tough son of a awesome lady. Well, this lady's a trip. She is a special trip. Frida? Mexico. Frida? Carlo. Carlo. Born in 1907 from Mexico City, Mexico. She had polio as a child. Right. But what really changed her path was she was in a bus accident at age 18. And it kind of changed her course. She was a Mexican painter. Right. Known for her self-portraits. Correct. Her portraits, it kind of exposed gender, race, class. Now, again, this was 1907, okay? And she put this to the forefront. Class in, in the Mexican society, she put all this out here. She experienced chronic pain for the rest of her life from that bus accident, and it kind of showed in her paintings. Right. A little. I mean, she had 143 paintings, 55 of which were self-portraits. Mm-hmm. She is the first work that the 20th century Mexican artist purchased internationally renowned. In 1939, the Louvre bought Carlos the frame, made it the first 20th century Mexican artist to be purchased internationally. She's bisexual. Had I mean, pain. way ahead of her time, really. She, she had an affair with Leon Trotsky. Love it. I mean, Frida's paintings, they, they really didn't gain respect. No, Until she, she was, was later in life. And after, actually after she died, really. I mean, her painting, I think it was Diago and I, sold for $1.4 million. Right. Uh, she had one called Roots, sold for $5.5 mil. She had um, a very close relationship with George O'Keefe, one of my favorite uh, artists. Very interesting lady. Frida. Carlo. Carlo. Uh, two Lovers in a Forest. That baby sold for $8 mil. 
Uh, she was basically a rock there's, star back in her day. Really she great, was a rock star. There's a really great biopic with um, Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. That's when I think it's like 2002. I want to say, and it's really good. You know, just a glimpse of her life. I mean, well, there's she a, was married to a very famous painter, also. So. Right. I mean, her home in Mexico City. They call it La Casa Azul. Right. Uh, it's like a museum. Right. I mean, there's like 20,000 people roll through that thing all the time. Um, she was honored with a U.S. postage, postage stamp, inducted into the Legacy Walk, an outdoor public display in Chicago. Right. And that makes Frida Hollow one tough, tough awesome, awesome lady. lady. Okay, we're doing what you watching again. And there's a channel I usually don't watch, but I had to watch because I had had this. The preview for this came back out. I think I want to say New Year's Eve, and everybody was talking about it. It might have been the Super Bowl. I, I, I think it was New Year's Eve. Is Farmer Wants a Wife? No. <laughs> and no, it's don't. like a farmer esque rural type version of the bachelor it's not it's four farmers and they had eight to pick from and then they get to pick five to go to the farm and the girls have to do farm chores lift that barge you know help me go toe to tree that i just cut up and jennifer nettles jennifer nettles from the band sugarland if you remember their 15 minutes jennifer got a job is commentating the show Anyway, and and it's not Bachelor-esque where they're going, you know. It's this, a quicker version. It's a quicker version. They did go to a rodeo, oh boy, there at Texas State Fair there in Texas. So, you know. It's, it's a reason to put on a lot of commercials on Fox. You know, it's a very red state <laughs> show. What was it called again? Farmer Wants a Wife. Good luck, boys. <laughs> All right, let's roll into Cocktail of the Week. We need one after that. All right, today it is the Martinez. Oh, damn, we're getting hot dollar up in here. We got sound effects for the cocktails. The Martinez, like a lot of cocktails, it's got a hazy history. It seems to have, have origin, has about? origins from Martinez, California. All right, here we go. Shaker. Filled with ice, shot of gin, shot of sweet vermouth. Woo! That's sweet. A quarter shot of maraschino liquor, two dashes of bitters. S- shake the shit out of it. A little and pour orange it in twist. your chilled martini glass. Orange twist. That's right. You know, bam! You have the martinez. Now, this thing. Now that I'm looking at it, this is my Manhattan. It's just we didn't swap maybe gin a, for the bourbon. We're saying maybe a Mexican Mexican Manhattan. All right, cats made us one. And again, when you take out bourbon and add gin, I'm not down. We'll see what we got. It looks good. It's it's interesting. <laughs> that that's an interesting Some taste. Different notes involved. That that's not that's. I could maybe give that a go. That's not bad. That that's a like a professional think- drink. <laughs> You're welcome. It took us a while. I mean, it, like, like the caramel color of it. Yeah, it's Woo. like a. 
Good job, Kat. Thank you. The Martinez. Give it a try. All right, today we were bumpered in by a band that got overlooked. Nobody cared except for me. You would be the one. They're called Placebo. Formed in 1994 from London, England. Let them play. Can you play? Oh, that's right. We get in trouble. We only get to play 30 seconds or we get sued. The first song I ever heard by Placebo was Nancy Boy. I just, the guitar sound, the lyrics. Do you know what a Nancy Boy is? I know. It was kind of gender bending. Okay. <laughs> I had never heard anything like it. Placebo was different when I heard it. You know, this band was LGBT before anybody knew what the fuck any of that was. They were. Yeah. Um, all their albums go top 20, like in every country but here. And I've got uh, probably three or four of their CDs downstairs. I mean, if you like The Cure, you like The Smiths, you like New Order, Sonic Youth, if you've never heard Placebo, I think you'll like it. Um, they are restarting their their North American tour April 17th at Mexico City. They never come here. They are coming here. Uh, Richmond? May, no, May 2nd, Washington, D.C. at the 930 Club. Fuck. I, I should go. You should go. We I should go. I should go. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a placebo guy. Nobody knows. You need to know. I mean, long list of cool songs. The first album was fucking great. Um, all of it rocks. They, they have Special K, Black Eyed, Love That Song, Pure Morning, Brick Shit House, Ask for Answers. Just, just download all of it now. Okay, that's what I'm telling you. Placebo to me is like the whole package. No pun intended. I mean, it's just bass, drums, guitar, vocals, top-notch recording, great lyrics about drugs and sex. I mean, that basically his oh, lyrics. Mundane. His lyrics are basically about I'm gonna get up and get stoned and then have fun later. I mean, this band can sell out again, Denmark, France, any other European country. But over here, it's been crickets for Placebo. I love Placebo. Check them out. Check them out on YouTube. Check them out. Then go to iTunes and click on all of it. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Kat for everything she does. Yeah. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya. Double feet.